<laughs> Welcome back. Uh, so today, we are going back to high school, for me anyway. Um, my my guest today is an old high school friend. Um, as we <laughs> briefly mentioned at the top of the uh, conversation, we weren't actually friends. Uh, not in high school. I was a band nerd. She was a very great athlete and soccer player. Um believe it or not those circles um do it's not a venn diagram let's put it that way it's two very separate circles um but as we have grown um we've found each other in the world and uh, have a couple mutual friends which again uh, we're, we're not <laughs> my mutual friends in high school but we uh graduated together so it's funny how life works uh, even the band nerd can come around <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> uh, but anyway, if you want to see the video version of this, uh, it's over on the See Bleasy Knows YouTube channel. If you want to see the full episode where uh, I produce the whole song about her story and everything like that, that's on my main channel, Classical Trombone. You will get to know this stuff going forward. That's how these episodes are going to work, assuming it works. I think it's going to work. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Anyway, I think you're really going to enjoy this. It's uh, from a non-musician perspective, um, which we don't get to hear that often. And it's one of the things that I'm super excited about this uh, Collab Across America tour is to actually find some folks who have a different life experience and totally different um, you know, perspective than what we're used to. So uh, this is very exciting for me, and uh, I think you're going to love it. So let's get into it. This is my... Uh, chat with my old friend Kylie Strom. I'm Kylie Strom. I play professional soccer for the Orlando Pride. And how do we know each other? Oh, we go way back <laughs> to good old Union Endicott High School. I would, I think it's not a stretch to say we were not friends. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say it, but... We were friendly. Yeah, we were definitely friendly. I probably smiled at you in the hallway. You probably smiled back. I don't know that we ever had a conversation. <laughs> we ran in different circles. Yes, that's certainly yeah, true. Like what you're... did you know about me back then? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you were always destined for greatness. Okay, <laughs> come on. Although, I, yeah, I, you were always really into music. I guess it's easy to say in retrospect. Right. That's Isn't that the extent of it though, right? You're like, oh, yeah, you're like yeah. the music kid. Yeah. I'm like, you played soccer. Yeah, I was the soccer kid, you were the music kid. Yeah, and like, and here you seem to be really successful yeah. at that in high school. Yeah. I seem to be very successful at, at music in high school. Yeah. So I guess it's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. But it is truly the extent of my knowledge about you. Yes. Um, until very recently where we ended up doing an escape room together. Yep. But like, you don't really talk during that about things. It's very hectic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I actually don't know anything about you. Yeah. And I don't think you know anything no. about me. I don't. <laughs> so as much as we go way back, and that's absolutely true. And I understand your upbringing so deeply because I'm sure it's so similar to mine. That's where it ends. Yeah, that's, yeah. So take me through it. You are in upstate New York. You're having success with the soccer team, which I remember being like very good as a team. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a good run in, in high school for sure. Are you the only one that continued on? No, there was a, actually a good group of us okay. um, who played like D1, D2 soccer. So that's yeah, crazy. Pretty rare, I think, for a, a high school. So. Yeah, to have multiple yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. So 
Yeah, it was fun. Played high school, went to college at Boston University, played there. But even that, how's that happen? Like, did they scout you? Did you decide to go? Yeah, so um, I played, so like you play high school soccer and then you also play like club soccer. Mm -hmm. So I was playing my club soccer in Syracuse, which as you know is a bit far away from Binghamton. Sure. So I was traveling back and in forth high you were in doing high both. school, yeah. So I was traveling back and forth to there to like get the best training with mm -hmm. the best coaches, that sort of thing. Sure. Um, so yeah, I was recruited from there. Um, to play at Boston University and I really wanted to go to Boston University um, so I was like you know hoping to get a scholarship because yeah. I love Boston big fan yeah and I did and from there what happens um, so from there like had a decent college career I would say yeah. like as a team and individually sure and um, then it kind of gets interesting. It's already interesting, <laughs> by the way. Was the goal to play professionally? Yeah, okay. definitely. Okay, so you're like, but how does that usually happen? So the typical path yeah. is, so you go to college and then you get drafted. Okay. Um, I didn't get drafted. And so. that's like a scouting situation as well? Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, so there's always scouts like looking at you mm -hmm. in college. Then there's a draft, maybe like 40 players or so mm -hmm. um, get drafted out of like probably 400 who wow. yeah so I wasn't one of those fortunate 40 people okay. so I was like okay let's see how this goes uh -huh. um, so I went to like tryouts so then you can go to go to like open tryouts okay. and stuff more opportunities to be scouted yeah. now everybody's together yeah okay like nothing was really working out I like played for like a reserve team mm -hmm. Nothing crazy. And where was that? Uh, that was in Boston. In Boston. So it made sense. Okay. And then I went over to Germany to try my chances over there because it wasn't working out in the U.S. You just went. I just, it was so bad. I ended up getting deported, actually. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, not purposely. What do you mean not purposely? I know not purposely. I, I don't know if you, like, know, but, like, I'm, like, a rule follower. Like, I, I don't break the rules. I'm a good girl. <laughs> I was over there for six months. Yeah. I don't speak any German. Sure. I would just trusted this man who was helping me get my visa. I was there in the beginning. He handed me this sheet of paper. It was all in German. Of course, I didn't translate it because why would I do that? I just trusted him. And he's like, okay, all you need to do is you need to get your visa before you go back to America. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. Great. Awesome. So me and there was two boys from the men's team go to get our visa and like German people. I don't know if you've ever met them, but they are like, they're very nice and personable. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So like this woman was not having it. Like you could tell, I didn't understand what she was saying, but you could tell she was not happy. She was not happy. Anyways. This uh, reminds me of when I got my Russian visa. Oh, <laughs> Russian visa. They, um, What'd you need that for? Uh, I was performing in Russia. And so, yeah, they, they um, if you don't have exactly what you're supposed to have, they, they don't really help you out. Yeah, you, they're I just can like, imagine. come back when you have it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what I need. And yeah. they're like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. But no, okay. you're not coming. No. But you got the visa eventually. I did. And didn't uh, get deported? I didn't. Okay. You have a different story, it sounds like. <laughs> so, she's not happy with us. No. Where we've all overextended. All three of you? Yeah, so technically without a visa, you can only stay for three months. Right. So we were that's there like for six months. That's more. Yeah, that's double. And so they were like, you know what, you need to leave immediately. 
So which is like not terrible. But anyways, I had a trip planned with my friend. <laughs> we were gonna go to Scotland and then France and then I was gonna come back, get all my stuff. Okay. And go back to America. So once I left the country, I wasn't allowed back in for six months. Right. But I needed to get my stuff. Uh-huh. So I did my trip with my friend, snuck back in on the train, and then when I went to leave again from Germany, obviously I was like red flagged and they were like, you weren't supposed weren't to be here. I had like a big stamp in my passport saying like, leave to enter for six months, like, yeah. But luckily, the team I was playing for, I was playing for the second team, the first team uh, won Champions League that year. So the guy, the officer I was dealing with was like a big fan. No way. And he was like, I mean, he had no idea that I didn't play for the first team. Like sure. I was playing for the second team. And he was just like, oh, wow, like, you know, congratulations. But, you know, this is really bad. Like, you can't do this again. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. And he just, like, let me, just let me leave without Whoa. any repercussions. <laughs> yeah, I got lucky. That was so bad. I can't believe I did that still. Wow. But you were just going to pick up your stuff. Yeah, it was harmless, really. You broke the rules by stay overstaying. Yes. That was the issue. Yeah. And then you were just going to pick up your stuff. I think you're, you're fine. Right? Morally, in my book, you're yeah. fine. Okay. Appreciate so, that. Okay, but this is just on your path to where? So you get to party. Yeah, so then, crazy me, I still actually wanted to go back to that team. Right. But it, the visa situation was so difficult. Like, yeah. like you said, I went to the embassy like three times and they were just like, no. Yeah. I'm like, and it was always something like, oh, can you speak German? I'm like, no. no. And then I would like learn a little bit of German and they're like, oh, what about this? I'm like, no. No. So then I tried my luck again in Boston with the first team. Okay. And back to Boston. Yep. Back to Boston. Good old Boston and actually made the team. So that was cool. exciting. Temporarily. Because uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. then like halfway through the season, I got cut. So that was kind of depressing. You were like, it's all working out. Yeah. I was like, finally, like, you know, dream come true. And I don't have to have a passport. Yeah, I was like, this is easy. <laughs> um, but, you know, too good to be true. Oh, my God. So I got cut middle of the season, which was sad. Yeah. Um, but also, honestly, the best thing that's ever happened to me. I don't know if you have any moments like that in your musical career where, like, failure kind of... I have said many times that I am the most successful musician who's never won a gig. Oh, okay. Because I've auditioned many, many times for different things. I've gotten to the last like cut, and then I don't get it, and it always has like taken me to a cool place. Right. Like, yeah. okay, well now I have all this free time. I'm gonna do something different, and mm -hmm. that's always been better. And I now I kind of know it, but I'm like. <sighs> In the moment? Oh, it's like... That would be really nice. Someone would pay me to play trombone. Right? And instead I have to do it all for myself. Yeah. But yeah, every single time I'm like, well, this will be better in the long run. Yeah. No, I, I truly believe that yeah. everything happens for a reason. Hello! Hello! Because, <laughs> yeah, in the moment, it was like the worst moment of my life. Yeah. But then it like actually brought me back to Europe. This time I had an agent. So I got my visa sorted. They okay. did everything for me. You didn't have to speak German. I didn't have to speak German. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't have to speak Czech because that language is even harder than German. So you got an agent through playing for the first team? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And I had the best time in Prague. I don't well, know if you've ever been. I haven't. I would recommend because it is like beautiful. How long were you there? I was there for two years. And then my bags were packed to go back to Sparta for another season and then 
my agent called me one day. He was like, Kylie, you're never going to believe this. Like, Atletico Madrid want you. And I was like, you're right. Like, I, I don't believe, <laughs> don't believe you. you. Because in the Czech Republic, like, it was so much fun. But, like, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of, like, a comparison between the two. Like, Spain's, like, here. Yeah. And, like, on an international level in the Czech Republic, like, isn't that rated of a league. Sure. So it's like, he was like, yeah, like, this doesn't Like, why would they be happen. watching? Why would they take a chance on me? So I got really, really lucky. That's awesome. Honestly. So, yeah, and, like, Spain was amazing. And so from that point on, you were on a national scale. Yeah, like, that was, like, res like a very respected league. Like, that was something, honestly, I don't think I could even dream. I never dreamt of that, you know? Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, play, have some fun. But then yeah. that was, like you know, the big leagues. Yeah. So, so during the COVID year, the American League didn't, wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. But in Spain, the league continued. So a lot of the American players came over to Spain. So one of the pride players came over to Spain, played for our team. And obviously, like, you know, the coaches like to keep tabs on yeah. players and stuff. So he was watching one of our games and was like, who is this American girl? Yeah. You know, like, you don't have to deal with visas or anything. Right. So it was just kind of like a seamless transition so worked out well wow. it's good to be back yeah home in america yeah do you prefer it it's different like i miss traveling and stuff i love traveling and over in europe it's very easy right but it's it's nice to be home i don't know how much longer i have so like to play in front of my parents and stuff mm -hmm. is, and my friends and i don't know you miss a lot yeah. like overseas yeah and just in general even in america i still miss a lot but you know, I miss like weddings and sure. you know all that yeah. stuff. So this makes it a little easier. Yeah. Although I will say there are some things that like I don't necessarily want to go to, and when I'm traveling, <laughs> it's like, oh, like a you understand, yeah. like I, yeah, yeah. I'd love to go. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately. You kind of get both. Yeah. But no, it's it's really nice being so close. True. <laughs> all right. So what we're gonna do today? I haven't explained this to you yet. Okay. I have a few ideas, but I'm going to write a song. Okay. Okay. You are not a musician. I'm not going to ask you to do anything. Yeah, please don't. Musically. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> are you going to whistler? No, okay. I can't. I literally can't do anything. I'm so, I can like clap. I don't think I can even snap my fingers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, uh, clap for me. Like yeah. to a beat or no, like just, once. just clap. There you go. Okay. Okay. That'll go in. So one idea that I'm kind of interested in is picking one day in your life. Okay. It's like the most pivotal day or oh. something like that. And like really describing that day. Before we get there, when and where do you feel most like yourself? Oh. Yeah. That's a really good question. Um, there is this story when, when I was at Girl Scout camp. Okay. And... I was miserable, yeah. <laughs> like miserable. I like wrote a letter to my mom because we didn't even have phones then. Wrote yeah. a letter to my mom. And I was like, can you please come pick me up? Of course. Like, please come save me. Yeah, been there. And like the only time I was happy or like not crying was like when I just was running around on the soccer field there at Girl Scout camp. I don't know. I just that's just always been like my happy place. Yeah, it has its ups and downs, but like at the end of the day, that's just always gonna make me happy. Just running around. Yeah, just run around with the ball <laughs> at my feet and. Do you yeah. get into like a, uh, like for me when I perform, it's like tunnel vision. Mm. Like it's almost like nothing else exists. But yeah. It, it almost like it literally feels like 
everything else is dark. Yeah. And like, I don't even see anything. Yeah, I don't yeah, see the yeah. audience. I don't see anything. I don't hear them. Yeah. And it's like this In the pinpointed zone. focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you get that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially in like the big, big games. Yeah. You just like go into a different zone. Like some people like remember every little moment and sure. stuff. But for me, I'm like, I don't even remember. No. I was just like so locked in. Yeah, it's one experience. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Did you think of a day when I gave you that option? It's, um, it's hard because I feel like the, the pivotal day was like the really sad day of like me getting cut, you know? Do you not want a song about it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's depressing or not. Like, I don't know if that's like what people want to listen to. So the thing about these songs is it will be absolutely about this as an inspiration point, as yeah. a jumping off point. But then like the second half of the project is just making it a good song. Yeah. And I like, don't worry. Yeah, because honestly important. that was probably the most important. Yeah, okay. Let's yeah. let's dive in then. Okay, yeah. what year was it? It's a long time ago. It this was been in Boston. Yeah, this was in Boston. It would have been 2016. Okay, this is after you've been deported. This is after okay. I've been deported. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you care that everyone knows you've been deported? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, I hope like the Germans don't come after me or something. Yeah, they're gonna go after that guy that give you a break. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, that's like snitching. <laughs> So, so you're back in Boston, you catch a break, and when does the season start? Yeah, so we start in January. Okay, so. you do all training, start in January, yeah. and then when, when does, it's, is it going well? Do you feel like it's going well? So that's the thing, it was, I mean, I was so excited to like have a contract. You yeah, know, like that this was is your my first, first big break. Yeah, yeah, my first professional contract, so I mean, it's, it was super exciting, of course, but it's also like a grind. Like it was like a, I would had to compete every day and like really right. like bring, bring my best every single day. And it was tough. Like they were a good team, and it was like I was definitely, I wasn't like soaring. Mm -hmm. Like I had a lot to learn, and I was really aware of that. Um, but yeah, I didn't expect to get cut. Yeah, because you know you have a contract for the whole year, right? But in the NWSL, the American League, like, unfortunately, if you're not performing or whatever reason, they can just cut you whenever. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty brutal. Aggressive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So, so when does that happen? So, yeah, that would have happened, like, middle of the season, June. We were in Houston for a trip, um, for a game, and we flew back, you know, we were all on the same bus and everything. And then um, I literally left, went and got some dinner with some friends, and then I get a call from my coach, which is odd. Yeah. You know, I'm like, this is very odd. And it was literally like a three-minute conversation. You're like, this is either really good or really bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just really short. Just said, like, hey, Kylie, we're going to have to let you go. Like, they wanted another player, yeah. and, like, our, our roster was at its limit. Uh -huh. yeah. So they were like... Yeah, like this is obviously a tough decision, but yeah. you know, this is the sport. Thanks for your service. Oh my god! Yeah, and then it was like actually like out of a movie. Like the next day, I like went in to like get all my stuff, and like my locker was all cleared out. All my stuff was in like a brown box. No, I swear it's like out of a movie. Where were you when you got the call? I was I was in my car. Like I had literally you had just like finished just dinner. finished dinner, and I was in my car, and I was like, 
I, like you don't even know what to do. No. You know, because your life is just like, yeah. you have a, a little bit of a plan. Yes. And then I was like, you know, I lived with a host family. That's what we did. And they were super nice. They're like, you can stay with us. Like, it's not like they like kicked me to the ground. Yeah, they're like, well, if you're not yeah. playing, then bust Imagine like they brought in the new players. <laughs> <laughs> so it could have been worse, yeah. I guess. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was just really like, well, now what do we, you know? Yeah. Like you question a lot. Sure. Um, but yeah, luckily I had an agent and. So what was the conversation with your agent like? I was like, just get me to any team. Yeah, get I me will on the play field. anywhere. Like I've like known players who've played in like Serbia and like Kazakhstan. Yeah. And like I was honestly like ready to kind of do that. Sure. But I got lucky that it was in Prague, which was like mm-hmm. a a good team and a decent league, like and a nice place to live. Yeah. So I was ready. I was like, please, whatever you got for me, like yeah. I'm there. And how fast was the turnaround there? Um, it wasn't long. It was it was good timing actually. Like I got cut in June, and that's kind of when the European season starts. Oh wow. Yeah. So it was only like a couple weeks. I went to my aunt's lake house to just kind of like yeah. decompress. So what's that look like? I, I want a picture painted of this. You sitting there and like kind of sulking and kind of like making a game plan for your life yeah so it's it's hard because a lot of it is in like the agent's hands you know right. like you you're trying to like you know prepare your resume your cv whatever you want to call it with all your accomplishments right. you're trying to get filmed together and all of that mm-hmm. you give that to your agent and you just kind of have to like you're just waiting yeah you're yeah. just like this is what i got like and it's just yeah this weird limbo period because wow. You're not making any money. Like you're just kind of in a a really weird place. You're trying to like relax and trust the process and stuff. But there are those like doubts in your mind. Of course. Like what if it doesn't work out? Mm -hmm. Like then what am I going to do? Most people it doesn't work out. Right. (laughs) So like and like the odds of, you know, especially when you just get cut, like you're not like, oh, yeah. Luck's going my way. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You're just. Everyone's going to want me to play for their team. Yeah, I just right, got cut. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm free. Like, can you like keep that on the DL? Yeah. yeah like, people right. aren't going to ask questions like, why is this girl? Yeah. The league was going on. They're like, why yeah, is this like, girl not? Yeah. Like when you get fun? fired from a job, like, <laughs> I'm not going to put that one on my yeah, resume. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But that's all I really had to put on there. Right. So I was like, hmm. Yeah. But it ended up working out really well. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then that trajectory. It's crazy. So, have you ever seen the movie The Butterfly Effect? Or like, you know, the With theory? Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. It's like <laughs> my so. it's like my favorite movie ever. I got cut in June. The team, Boston, folds. <gasps> what? At the end of the year. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. What? Yeah. How crazy is that? So, if you stayed on the team, you would have been in the same spot. Yeah. Better resume. True, 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 true. I wouldn't have to say cut, I would have said folded. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's isn't, wild. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So like, it, it couldn't have worked out mm-hmm. better, really. And now all of those players are looking for new jobs at the same time, yeah. when you, yeah. six months was, before... Yeah, over in Prague, already had like half a season, yeah. was like And they're like, chilling. oh, could we come play with you? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's crazy. Yeah. Who knows what would have happened at that point? You know, maybe... You know, I would have been in the same situation, just, sure. you know, delayed six months. You never know. Right. But at the same time, I think I did learn a lot about myself. Like, I think, like, that feeling and that failure, mm-hmm. like, 
when I went over to Prague, like, I just, like, fell in love with the game again, as corny as it sounds. Sure. Because, like, in Boston, I, it was a struggle every day, and I yeah. was, like, nervous and not confident, like, didn't feel like myself. And then when I went over to Prague, I was like, nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows that I got cut. Sure. I'm not going to tell anybody. So much less so, pressure. Yeah, so I'm just going to, like, go out there and just, like, have fun. And it was, like, honestly the best thing that ever could have happened. I know it's, like, probably not nice to talk about it like this, but, like, was it easier to play in Prague? Like, oh. the, was the caliber lower so yeah. you could, like, kind of hang? Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Like, I don't know if I was ready for, like, the NWSL. Like, that was, like the yeah. high one of the highest levels sure. and I don't know if I was ready for that like it was like a big jump for me mm -hmm. so I think the trajectory that I took was kind of perfect like went to Prague and then was able to kind of like build my confidence and like get better obviously yeah. like get experience and then went to Atletico and yeah now here so it kind of you know took a nice little upward yeah a little bunny hop and yeah, then yeah, yeah exactly wow pretty crazy I'm trying to think of like the arc of this story and it's clearly like the success story with like, it's the hero's arc. Here's the bad guy, we're gonna defeat him. Hey, we're gonna defeat him and then like something happens yeah. and then it goes back. It's yeah. the hero's arc, it's, per it's the perfect story you've, yeah. you've crafted. Okay, but, I mean. But we need the resolution. Are you super happy? What are your ambitions now? I'm so, so happy here in Orlando. Like, Do you have to say that? I mean, <laughs> technically, probably yes, but I mean it. Do you trust me? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I love uh, Dennis Wick mouthpieces and BAC trombones. <laughs> of course. I really do. Same page. <laughs> Same page. But yeah, I I love it. I love playing. Like I've honestly probably the greatest thing. I mean, you probably understand too. Like to do what you love every day. Yeah. Like it's we're like the luckiest people ever. Yeah, and it's it's hard to remember that sometimes when it's like a yeah, grind. It like, is. I could be doing literally anything else. Yeah. No, I know. And like, I'm sure you can relate to this as well. Like the people I've met along the way, like I have friends literally all over the world. Yeah. Like, and it's like, those are something like, that's invaluable for sure. Yeah, that's this whole tour for me. Yeah. It's just like all these people I've met over the years and we do that, oh, we should, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, no, I'm actually no going to do it. <laughs> I'm taking you up on yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a, a long, it's just an afternoon or something, but like, I'm coming out. Yeah. If you want to see me, we're going to yeah. see each other. No, I love that. Um, and it's been amazing so far. What do you do when, on your off days? You know, people ask me what do I do with my day. I don't know. Because like, I don't do a lot. I feel the same. I don't really to have be anything honest. to show for it, but like. <laughs> I feel exactly the same. Yeah. But I have a great time. Like, I'm never bored. <laughs> I don't know what I do, you know? I love ice cream. I usually go get ice cream on my off days. Kind of that's kind of like my treat. I, that's, a, that's an impossible question. Oh, is it? Yeah, anything but mint chocolate chip. Do you like mint chocolate chip? Um, I'll have it. Ugh. I don't, I, I like don't you think... would, like, go to an ice cream place and, like, order mint chocolate chip. I'm, uh... This is how I base my friendship. Yeah, no, so. I'm, I, I prefer the fruit stuff okay like a sorbet That's, and okay. that kind of stuff chocolate if it's paired with a caramel i'm totally into yeah um, wrong. but yeah for the most part i'm going for like a refreshing thing which yeah. is usually fruit um and the like really thick kind of like peanut butters and chocolates like yep. they're great but i don't feel it's refreshed lot. yeah it's a lot and so a mint chocolate chip like it's fine but like 
chocolate chip cookie dough or something yeah. would be. Those are the classics. Like, you can never go wrong with the classics. Cookies and cream, chocolate chip cookie yeah. dough, those sort of things. If I'm ever sad, like, I eat a lot of ice cream. <laughs> like, when I got cut, like, ice cream, that just makes everything better. You actually are really into nutrition, so you probably know if that's, um, like, actually. Uh, so, okay, if you want advice, which you clearly you don't, uh, Nix uh, ice cream. Nix Is uh, nutritionally like decent i mean You'll so it's not it good no it is good yeah yeah it's it's delicious um, are you paid by them i'm not paid it? by nix they're like a swedish company i think uh. it's in a lot of stores like i yeah? see it in like the grocery stores and stuff yeah i mean it's not healthy no of course but, but like, like yeah it's that's what i'm the like. sugar content isn't so crazy and it's okay. uh it's got some some decent stuff in there yeah yeah i am into nutrition but being on the road has been yeah, wait, what do you, like, you can't cook or anything. I have a stove. Oh. Yeah, in the back. Oh my gosh. I know, but it's an uh, induction stove, so it runs off of the batteries. Uh. And so, and those are all charged with solar panels. Cool. So, if I'm, like, plugged in at a campsite, I'm yeah. cooking all day. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I've been limiting that because I, I don't want to get stuck without, because yeah. I, I run all my work equipment off of yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well. Do you have a fridge in there too? I do. Oh, then you're chilling. Okay. Yeah. But when I have electricity or I'm willing to use the batteries, I'll do like oatmeal and stir fries and all that. Yeah. That's that's you luxurious. Should, you should make like a, a travel cookbook or something. Yeah, a, a glamping cookbook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just like keep a log of everything you eat. It, I don't know that that's my first thought when I say I have cold beans with bread <laughs> you should make a cookbook yeah i mean <laughs> i can't cook so maybe that says it all but i'm also seeing a lot of people and of course like the thing you do is go out to eat most yeah, of the time yeah um so thank you for allowing us to walk in circles yeah walk off your yeah beans and toast <laughs> beans and bread <laughs> this is really nice um nice change of pace but okay anything else you want to say I think we're good. No, I mean, thanks for, for having me. Yes. And I'm glad I got to learn a little bit more. Well, I don't know if I learned. Do you <laughs> I have anything? I learned so much about you. Do you have anything? They I, already know. This feels lopsided. Okay. Um, you can ask me off camera. They don't get to know my personal story. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for stopping by. No, thank you. <laughs> this was so fun. This was fun. Okay, there we go. Boom. There we go, boom, indeed. So that's Kylie. Uh, definitely go check out the full episode where I produced the song based on her story. It's um, super out of my comfort zone um, because she gave me a few different song ideas uh, for what pumps her up before a game. And it's just not what I am used to writing. And so it was really fun to uh, jump in and uh, tackle a, a style of music that I don't usually do. Uh, and it sounds really cool. So I want you to hear it. So go hear it. And there you go. Stay tuned for more. Subscribe on all the podcast things, on all the YouTube things. Find me on Instagram and TikTok at Classical Trombone for little clips and fun behind the scenes. Find me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Classical Trombone to support this and have more because I want to do more um, and I plan on doing more, but I do need a little bit of uh, funds to make that happen. So please, if you like this, uh, consider supporting on patreon.com slash classical trombone and I'll see you all real soon. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.